Hello and welcome to this message from the river. We hope that this message from Pastor Billy Pate inspires and challenges you towards a greater relationship with Jesus Christ. Now let's join Pastor Billy Pate for another exciting message. All right, good morning, River family. We are so glad that you are joining us here on Facebook Live. What an exciting time it is. We have people from all over the country that are actually joining in with us right now on Facebook Live. And so what an awesome thing is the church has now left the building, and now we are going uh, nationwide. And so we're excited about what God is doing. I'm excited about the message that I'm going to be sharing with you in just a few moments. Before I get into that, I want you to, I want to ask you, please let us know that you're watching, comment, we've already had a number of comments already, which is very encouraging, and so please don't hesitate to comment, if you hear something that you like, make sure you let us know there on Facebook, and just join in with us, and be as actively involved in this medium of um, information that uh, you can be. Uh, I want to make just a few announcements to you real quick, before we get into the Word together this morning, uh, for the next few weeks, uh, we will be letting you know, of course, but for the next few weeks, uh, Sundays at 1030, we're going to be meeting right here and uh, sharing the Word of God with you, just a way for us to stay connected. And so please make sure that you tune in, set a reminder, invite friends to come and be a part of this service at 1030 uh, each Sunday morning. Also, we are asking you to please make us aware of any needs that you have. It is very much important to us that in this season that we uh, come together and that we are working to make sure that you have what you need. So if you have, uh, you're in a high-risk category and you need someone to bring you something from the grocery store, please just let us know. That's what we're here for. That's what we want to do. And we are standing on the ready to deliver those things to you. Also, another opportunity that we're going to have to connect is going to be every Wednesday or every day at 5 o'clock p.m. I am going to be sharing a prayer point, a scripture that we're going to be praying together. And so it's just another opportunity for us at 5 o'clock. You set your reminder. We come together, we pray uh, over a prayer point, share scripture together, and it's just another place for us to stay connected. On Wednesdays at 5 o'clock, I'm going to go live, I'm going to be sharing that scripture to you, and uh, we're going to be praying together, that'll be an opportunity for you to share your needs with us, and uh, we can pray right there in real time over those needs, and so please make plans to join us every day at 5, but especially at Wednesdays at 5. Also, another point of connection that we're going to offer you is we're going to be downloading a connect paper, a, a way for you to connect with the river. It's going to give you the prayer points we're going to be praying each week. It's going to give you some other ways to stay connected. Uh, there's an opportunities for you to get involved during this time. Uh, we are looking for people to be a part of our serve team, and uh, we'll be giving you more details about how you can be involved in that uh, during this time that we're in currently. So, so make sure that you stay connected with us on Facebook. Uh, we're going to be using that as a way to get a lot of information to you in this time that we're kind of disconnected physically. So please remember that. I want to take you to a passage of Scripture in Isaiah 43 and 19. And uh, there's a phrase there. It talks about God says, Behold, I will do a new thing. And then he goes on to say this. He says, I will make rivers in the desert. I love that. This is probably a time where we all feel that we are in a desert place. 
Uh, a lot of our resources are drying up. A lot of uh, relationships are disconnected. There, this is definitely a desert season. But God promises us that He will make rivers in the desert. And uh, I just want to encourage you with that word today. I do believe that God is doing a new thing. Uh, obviously, this is, this is all new to all of us. But that doesn't mean it's bad. It, it does mean that God is up to something. And so we want to connect with His activity in this season. And so I just encourage you with that. Make sure that you don't stop up the river that God is trying to let flow into your life. I, I think about the old passages throughout Scripture in the Old Testament where they would come into a new land uh, and the enemy would sometimes stop up their wells with rocks. And, and you see this over and over in Scripture that, that it says that they dug out the well, that they, they removed the, the rocks that the enemy had stopped the well with. And I think this is a season that we got to dig some new wells. You know, you got to find some new ways to connect, some new ways to really find the presence of God in this season. And so God promises that as we dig those new wells, He's going to cause rivers to flow in the desert. So just let the river of God flow in your life. Whatever you do, don't stop the flow. And so I want to encourage you to uh, continue your giving. It's very critical in this time that you do that. You can give a number of ways. You can go online uh, to theriverag.com. You can give on our giving uh, kiosk there or our giving page there. Also, you can text the word river to 76959 and you can give that way. Also, of course, you can send a check to P.O. Box 668 and uh, just make that out to the river, and uh, you can do it that way as well. And so please be faithful with your giving. You're always faithful. You've always been faithful, and we just encourage you to continue to be faithful, especially in this desert season. I think that's a way to not stop the flow of the river of God in your life, and God says, I'll make a river in the desert. So please remember that and keep that near and dear to your heart. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and pull them out this morning. I'm going to be taking you to 2 Timothy chapter 1. And I'm going to utilize verse 7 as my primary text today as we start a new series. Uh, and this new series is called Fearless. I think that in a time of great fear, that it is vital that the church stand fearless. Amen. Uh, I'll say it again. In a time of great fear, it is vital that the church stand fearless. God is calling you to live fearlessly in the face of adversity. And over the next few weeks, we will look at instances in the Word of God that that took place and what God does in response to a people who have fearless faith. Fearless faith. That is what God is calling us to today. There are two things that we can be sure of today in this place and that is that God is still God and the church is still the church I said God is still God and the church is still the church nothing no situation no hardship no adversity is going to change that fact God is still God and the church is still the church and now is an opportunity for us as the church to reveal both of those truths to the world over the next few weeks as we provide service exclusively online, I want you to take this opportunity to invite your friends to join us and be a part of the River family here. We can reach people right now that we could not reach otherwise. And I think that's a good thing. Amen? Amen. Also, there's a few things that we're asking for you to do as a part of our church family. Uh, three things, actually. The first thing is this. I want you to lead your family, and I want you to lead your family strong. 
This is a time for family leadership to rise. This is a time for us to really lead our families into new seasons of God's presence and new avenues of His grace. And so I want to encourage you to gather together for service. I want you to, to, to not multitask, but to gather together around the living room, around the, the table, around some venue. And I want this to be a time of intimacy for your family because I think it has the power to be a really great intimate time with your family. Uh, we want you to discuss what's shared. We're going to provide a kid's lesson at the end of this. And so it's an opportunity for you to just come right off of this and discuss some things with your kids that, that complements what we're talking about right now as far as living fearless lives. Pray together with your family and others. You know, we are praying Psalms 91 over your household and over your family. Throughout this week, we're going to take different verses and be praying that over our families. And so there's a prayer sheet that we're going to give you that you can join in each day at 5 o'clock. And together we're going to be praying on Wednesdays. And so do that. So that's the first thing I'm asking you to do. Lead your family. Lead them strong. The second thing is you got to stay connected. Check on one another. Uh, let's meet each other's needs together. As, as we find a need, let's meet a need. Uh, we may be separated physically, but we don't have to be separated emotionally. We don't have to be separated spiritually. And we don't have to even be separated socially. We still have phone calls. We still have messages. We have texts. We have a lot of technological uh, ways in which we can stay connected. So stay connected. Uh, isolation is your enemy right now. And so don't let isolation get, get, get the best of you. The third thing I'm asking you to do is don't waste this moment. Don't waste this moment. This is a gift. We hear that over and over again. God has said that repeatedly to us. This is a gift. I'm giving you a gift. And so it doesn't feel like a gift maybe right now, but I'm telling you this is an opportunity for us to find some, some new avenues with God. And so don't waste this moment. This is not a moment to be idle. This is a moment that gives us an opportunity to seek after God. And so I encourage you to turn the TV off and open up the Word. Get off social media and, and get into a time of praying and seeking God because this is a, a great, great moment that we have no choice but to be still and know that He is God. And so I've been saying this for the last three years and I think that this has now culminated into this moment and that is this, that, that we have to develop a spirit of discernment that God has given us ears to hear, eyes to see, and a mind to know the heart and activity of God. And so now is the time to put that into practice. And so let's put that into practice. Listen to the Lord more than you're listening to the news. Read the Word more than you're reading social media posts. Amen. Make this moment count. Make this time count. Make this season matter beyond this season. Amen. I am encouraged in what God is doing in, with, and through the church in this time. And so we're proving today, you and I are proving today that the church is not a building. But it is a people like you and me that are ambassadors of God's presence in a world that is in desperate need of God's presence. So rise up and be the peace, the calm, the strength, the stability, and the assurance that this wayward world needs. The church is always at its best in times of crisis. Amen. There, there, the church is always at its best in times of crisis. And this is such a time, and we, and we are such a people. Today I want to preach to you the spirit God gives as we begin this new series, series, Fearless. And so if you would, help me pray this morning. Right where you are, help me pray. Father, we thank you for the privilege that we have to gather together. Lord, we may be disconnected physically, but we are connected through the spirit of the living God right now where we are. Lord, you're doing a work, and the work is good.
You're doing something fresh and new in our lives, God, and we look at it as new. And so, Father, every household right now that is joining in with us, I just pray the Spirit of God rest over that household. For the next few minutes as we preach the Word of God, as we share in Your Word and share in Your promises and share in the knowledge of Jesus Christ and the presence of the Holy Spirit, I pray that You would invade every household, that, God, every distraction would be minimized, and then in the next few minutes, God, as we share this together, that, Lord, we would connect with You first and connect with one another secondly. Lord, we thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for the anointing of God that spans time, that spans distance, that spans every barrier, God, that the enemy would try to put between us, Lord God. Your spirit takes us through those barriers into the place of community and intimacy, God, and I'm thankful for that in the name of Jesus this morning. Amen. Amen. Today I want to take you to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. We are a church who remains fearless in the midst of adversity. We know who we are, and we know who God is. We know who we are, and we know who God is. And on those two rocks, on which Christ, is on those two rocks on which Christ builds His church, and the gates of hell do not prevail against it. Our series text, 2 Timothy 1, 7 says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. The first point today is this, that fear has no place in your life. Fear has no place in your life. There's a famous saying, you know it all well, by Franklin Delano Roosevelt, and it rings true in this time. We have nothing to fear but fear itself. Now, I do not want to minimize at all the realities that we are all facing because we are facing some, some, some difficult situations. There are legitimate concerns about sickness and our loved ones. There are legitimate financial concerns right now for your family and for your job and, and for what's facing us in this world. There are legitimate concerns about handling this season and now navigating through this season and this time, and, and those are legitimate. But I want to challenge you that there's a difference between managing concerns and falling into fear. Fear and faith are both positions from which we can manage concerns. We must deal with real issues, but our starting point determines our outcome. Where we start from, our foundation from which we launch our lives, the footing in which we begin addressing those concerns determines how those concerns are going to turn out. Fear is a natural response to our problems, but faith is a spiritual response to our problems. Fear looks to myself and it looks to the world for answers, but faith looks to God and His Word for answers. Fear says I must handle this within my own power, but faith says I must rely on God and His power. I want to encourage you to lean on God more in this time than you have ever before. Press into Him. I heard a pastor say this the other day and I thought it was so good. He's saying lean into this moment. Press in to this moment. Find out what God is doing in this moment. That's what faith, faith takes us into deeper places. I want you to know this morning that He is still God and He is still your provider. He's still God and He's still your healer. He's still God and He's still in control. He's still God and He's still your source of peace. He's still God and He will never leave you nor forsake you. We are His people and He is still taking care of His people. Stay His. Did you hear me? I said stay His. Stay close to Him. Watch and see how God works in your life in this time. 
He's going to supply your needs according to His riches. He will heal your bodies and restore your life. He will work His power to deliver and make beautiful things come out of the ashes of difficulty. That is the way God works. Fear has no place in your life. Say this with your family right now where you're at at home. Fear has no place in my life. Fear has no place in this family. Fear has no place in my home. We are rising as the body, and this has the making of one of the church's finest moments. I believe that. Amen. Verse goes on to say, 2 Timothy 1.7, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. That is to say that God has given us a spirit of power. The second point I want you to get today is that you have a spirit of power. Many of us right now feel powerless. Many of you at home feel powerless. There are lots of factors that are out of your control. A lot of unknowns that we want to understand and know about. And this is a time when we are all at the mercy of conditions that we didn't create and conditions that we can do little about their effect on our lives. But just because things are out of our control doesn't mean I have no power. What we must do in moments like these is draw power from God who has not lost a single measure of His strength. He's still on the throne. He's still in control. And Scripture tells us that the same power that raised Christ from the dead is still working in your life today. I said the same power that raised Christ from the dead is operating in my life today. The power of resurrection is coursing through your veins. The power of Jesus, the power of His authority is still resident inside of each and every one of us. we got to learn to access that power and lead with our spirit and not our flesh. Our flesh is weak, but our spirit is still strong. And in our flesh, we are stuck. In our flesh, we are powerless. In our flesh, we are subject to conditions around us. But in our spirit, with the spirit of the living God working inside of us, we are not stuck. We are not powerless. And we have the ability to change the conditions around us. Zechariah 4, 6 says, So he answered and said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. What is wrong in the natural is only going to be made right by the spiritual. I said what is wrong in the natural is not going to be made right by the government. It's not going to be fixed by other sources. It is going to be made right in the spiritual realm. It is going to be made right when the church of the living God rises up by falling on their knees and begins to seek after God and and let God work in our lives. There are some things you can control in this season, and those things you can control are the things you must control. You have the power to decide your faith. You have the power to decide your attitude. You have the power to lean on God and not on your own understanding. You have the power to trust Him and seek Him as He works all this out for your good. And He is working it all out for your good. You have the power over your time. Amen. You have the power over your time. And I believe this very, very much, that what you do with your time right now determines defeat or determines victory. What you do with your time is going to determine defeat or determine victory. You have the power to invest it in the right things or waste it on the wrong things. And what will you do in this season? Is what you are doing advancing your life or not? Is what you are doing right now drawing you closer to God or not? God has given you a spirit of power 
So rise up in that spirit and let that spirit rise up inside of you. Verse 7 goes on to say, God's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love. The third point is that you have a spirit of love. 1 John 4, 7 says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love God, or love does not know God, for God is love. I said earlier that now is the time for the church to be the church. We have a tremendous opportunity to showcase the love of Christ to a world in fear. We have a chance for us to be Jesus to a world that desperately needs to see Him. So I'm challenging you. Call a neighbor. Deliver things to people who need them. Post positive things on social media that encourages faith and doesn't encourage fear. Be a voice of truth in a world full of deception. You have a spirit of love, so activate that spirit of love. I'm asking you to stay connected to one another. Loving each other is the great connector. It is the bond of unity. Colossians 3.14 says, But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which you also were called in one body, and be thankful. People need peace right now. And the pastor says, let the peace of God rule in your hearts. When you love someone with a phone call, a message, a note, you give them encouraging words and you are providing peace and calm to their chaos and confusion. We need that right now from one another. In a season of physical isolation, we need to know now more than ever that we are a part of something bigger than us. You are a part of something special. You're a part of the church. So let's activate the spirit of love and be the source of all things Christ to one another. The latter part of that verse says, He's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. The last part of that is that you have a sound mind this morning. I'm hearing this a lot from people right now. I just don't know what to do. That is not the spirit that God has put in you. We may not know details, but all of us know exactly what to do. We must turn to God and turn to each other. Rely on God and rely on each other. We know we should speak the word of God over this situation and wait and see the salvation of the Lord. God is doing something great through this. We all know that. He is always doing good. He's always thinking of me. And again, we say it, if the story isn't good, the story isn't over. This isn't good, so this isn't over. Let me speak to the lies of the enemy that are ringing loudly in our ears right now. You're not losing it. You're not going to go without the things you need. You do know what to do. You are not isolated and alone. You are not in financial trouble. God is still writing the end to this story, and the last chapter is the best chapter because it is always the chapter of victory. Amen. Say this with me. My mind is clear. My heart is encouraged. And my strength will not fail. Get up every morning and you say that with confidence, knowing that God will deliver on the words of proclamation of your faith that you are speaking out of your mouth. You are up to this challenge and together we will weather this storm. Philippians 4, 6, as I close. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. And then says this, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, think on these things. Set your mind on the right things. 
God has given us a sound mind. We know what the Spirit of God is saying to the church because we have ears to hear. We know what God is doing in the church because we have eyes to see. We know everything is working out for our good because we have a mind to know. And so stand on that confidence. Fear has no place in your life. You have a spirit of power. You have a spirit of love. You have a sound mind that is operating in you today. And so be encouraged. All of this will pass and we will see the salvation of God revealed in all of this situation. As I close in prayer, I want you to do this. I want you to gather your family around you. I want you to grab hands with the person next to you. And I just want to pray a prayer over you as we close this message out this morning. Father, I come to you right now. Lord, in these homes, we know that your spirit has already invaded those places. That God, today, as we have shared a word of encouragement, Lord, a word that that speaks to the promises of God and the benefits of being yours, God, we thank you this, this morning that you've not given us a spirit of fear. But we have a spirit of power. We have a spirit of love. And God, we have clear and sound minds. Lord, we know what to do because we know whose we are. We know we belong to you. We know who we are. Lord, we're the church of the living God. Lord, you're building on the foundation of our confession to Christ Jesus. And on that rock, Lord God, the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. You're building your church. Lord, we thank you. We pray your protection over families right now. We pray the peace of God over families right now. Lord, your word says in Psalm 91 that it shall not come nigh unto me. Lord God, we thank you that, Lord, this, this, this uh, situation stops at the door of our household that it does not enter into my home. Lord, that we take the authority of Christ over our household, over our children, over our families, over our finances. Lord, and we thank you that, God, you are the one that masters our outcome, that controls the situation. We pray your blessing over your people, and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to encourage you right now to go and to give. We need you to do that. We need you to be faithful in that area. Also, join us Wednesday at 5 p.m. for midweek prayer right here on Facebook Live. I'm going to be taking uh, prayer requests in real time, and so we want to pray over you with those needs. We encourage you to download the form that we're going to be making available here in just a moment so you can be praying with us every day at 5 o'clock, and that's a way we can stay connected, plus there's other opportunities for you there as well. We're going to share the kids' lesson to the River page in just a moment and to our River kids page so please go there download that and talk that over with your kids god bless you have a great afternoon thank you thank you thank you for joining us right here at facebook live hope you have a great rest of the day we hope you have enjoyed and been encouraged by this message we'd love for you to join us at the river on sunday mornings at 9 45 for sunday school and at 10 30 for morning worship we also provide our midweek service for all ages on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. If you would like to support the various ministries at the river, please go to our giving tab. We would love for you to visit us at 1110 South Preston Street, Burkburnett, Texas. And as always, we encourage you to come experience life with us at the river. Till I found myself Face down on your shore You say come to the river